Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. One, two, one, two, three, four. Do you know why I'm so excited? Why? Why? Two reasons. Wait. Go ahead. No, I have no idea. Oh, you you have. Does it have something you... to do with food? No, it has to do. Did you do a new Star Trek? <laughs> no. We had coffee. <laughs> yes, everything. Uh, it's because of our guests today. Very excited. Oh. We have the rock group Headley. Um, these guys are Canadian. Um, they're Canadian, and we um, S- super polite. They're super polite. But here's the deal. So yeah, we 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 we. They are. They are handsome. They're edgy. They're edgy. Yeah. This is a pre-recorded show. In that, we have two segments coming up today. We have Headley. We talk to them, and we also uh, have Jacopo Folletti. Wait, he's here. He's technically well. Te- technically, yes, he is. Technically, technically, he's he, uh, where? Okay. Can you tell by the way that I've been speaking that I've been drinking? Because, and I think we'll. Exp- I don't know if we exp- I don't know what's happening, but uh, Jacopo comes in here once a month. And pre-records four episodes. Mm-hmm. Today was one of those days. Mm-hmm. So today you'll hear one. Mm-hmm. And I think the one today is the melon drama. Okay. By that point, we, we were pretty we were pretty in the bag. <laughs> You're going to lubricate them, you, you said? They're sampled you, out. <laughs> well, you're gonna be like, it's like the energy in that. Ep- if you listen to them, to them in order, I think it, we did. First, we did the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And no. Then, no, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Uh, something. Melodrama. <laughs> Melodrama. And then the last one, whatever it was. I don't remember. Bukaki. <laughs> Bukaki. I don't think the drink was called the Bukaki. No. Oh, it was a pomegranate. It was a pomegranate? Yeah. Oh, the palm frond. Pomhula. Mm-hmm. Pomhula. Yes. No, that's not how he said it, though. Because that was right. What do you mean? He said, Pomhula. He got too close to the mic and he said, <laughs> it's just pops. <laughs> um, all right, so and we have this group. All right, so so uh, I have friends at Universal Records. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually signed me into their label. That's not true. Um, they uh, did you do an audio book or something? Yeah. <laughs> I did an audio book. Wish <laughs> I stuttered my way through an audio book. <laughs> Mel, Mel and I drove to San Diego, and on the way there and back, we listened to an audio book. Yeah, I heard it was really manly. It was about sorcerers and stuff. I think it was called... A Terry Goodkind <laughs> What's it called? What's it called? The Sorcerer? Oh, something about sorcerer, magician, like the sorcerer. something. And I was thinking about how difficult it would be. Like, I do voiceover, and it takes me a while to do it. Like, for I'd say for the hour episode we have of Chug, there's probably an hour's worth of VO recording time. Oh, at least. At least. At least. And, and it's difficult to hit all those things. And, like, if you're doing different voices and stuff, it's a lot. And so I'm very, I'm very impressed, and I think it would be a very difficult thing to do. Yeah, because when I read a book, I'm one of those people that has to, you know, talk in my head while yeah. I read it, and mm-hmm. that voice stutters. I can't help it. <laughs> yes, my internal monologue stutters. Yeah. Now the fact we're talking about stutters is very d- difficult not to. Um, so anyway, we listened to that. It was very impressive, and I decided it's not something I could do. Books on tape. I couldn't read it. I Are we couldn't. doing books now? Because I just found a really good book. <laughs> you can talk it's about It's called book. Thunderstruck, written uh-huh. by Eric Larson. The uh-huh. guy who wrote uh, Devil in the White Devil City. Devil in the White City and In the Garden of the Beast. Yes, very good Very book. good very book. Good How book. old is the Devil in the White City? Uh, now? It's probably like uh, five, five, five years six, old. Five, six. Yeah. That's 2009? I would think it was, I thought it was maybe? older. Yeah. That makes more sense. Um, and that movie is supposed to be coming out with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, supposed to be out last year. Um, it's about uh, this guy who was a serial. He was one of the worst, like serial. One murderers. of the creepiest, Prolific. yeah, creepiest people I've ever read about in my entire life. They assume he killed anywhere from thirty to three hundred people. Or he something like built that. a murder castle 
yeah. in Chicago during the World's Fair. Was it right. 80, 1893? 1893, uh-huh. Yeah. And built was, a murder castle. And this was back before you couldn't, like, you couldn't check if anyone, like, he said he was a dentist, right? Yeah. Yeah. He said he was a pharmacist, right. a dentist. And he would bring people downstairs and just, like, yeah. a crazy. And he had a family living upstairs uh-huh. that never knew. He had a whole building. He built this whole building as a hotel for people. Uh, invited them in and chose from them the beautiful women, <laughs> right. seduced them, and then murdered them. Yeah. And they, he was, I mean, hundreds. That's a brag. He wasn't, he was so good at it. No one knows. Right. right. Nobody How knows. Many? The numbers go up to, I want to say that one estimate was almost 400 people. Right. Mm-hmm. But he had like, Crazy. he had hidden rooms in this place that he had gas he, chambers. Yeah. Where was that? Where was it? It was near the after? entrance to the, to the hotel. I mean, to the, to the, the, it's got to be Exposition. around. I mean, that place, it was so huge. It's somewhere around there. I know, but I'm, I wonder if they know where it was. I mean, they have to, really. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure yeah. They, know. they know exactly what's su- But I'm surprised yeah, Mel hasn't brought me there. That's Anyways, I finished uh, one of his other books called Thunderstruck. Mm-hmm. It's about the advent of wireless technology, mm-hmm. radios, and a oh. gruesome murder uh, in England uh, around the turn of the century. Is it They're also... two different books. Uh, Same book. Oh. One book. Historically they, accurate? Yes, okay. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it is gruesome, man. He's got some gruesome stories. How are you going to tie that into the way that how, you, he, how are you tying that into the drinking show that we're doing right now? I no, was drinking wine <laughs> last night when <laughs> I was finished reading it. Perfect. Can I borrow it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Thanks. Great. Okay. Um, okay. So, so um, uh, Jesse Irvin called from uh, or emailed me from uh, Universal um, Records. Yeah, sure. Studios? Studi- no, like oh. Universal. Oh my god! <laughs> I, 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 I need to drink more, probably. And sent me this. I'm like, oh, who are these guys? Headley. I've never heard of them. And I was almost embarrassed how how great these guys were. I was almost embarrassed that I hadn't uh, heard them before. Um, well, and, they're Canadian, and they're not Drake or I, Justin Bieber, so okay, I mean, they're the only two I know. But they're big. They're huge in Canada, which almost sounds like a punchline. Yeah, they played at the uh, so at was the curling. Closing... Curling is huge in Canada. I've heard of it. <laughs> I've heard of curling. I've never heard of any curlers. Uh, and they played at the cl- closing ceremonies of the Vancouver Winter Games. Yeah. These and uh, and so uh, he sent me this video, and I'm going to play the song for you. And I think we'll put the video up on. Uh, where are you going to put the video up? ZaneLamprey.com, Casey. Yeah, okay. So, welcome to the show, our friends, Headley. You're the guest with the best on the Zane Lapper yeah. Show. Josh, I, yeah. kn- I know we our, our, our guest is here. Headley is in the studio. And I know that you okay. get a little intimidated by guys with tattoos. I got you, a tattoo. You think that... <laughs> I have one. <laughs> you... <laughs> What do you, no, you what, what is it? No, let's not talk about it's it. Animal, have it's, you have animal from the Muppets on well, your belly button. It was, it was an accident tattoo. Someone dropped a hot pen on him. <laughs> uh, have you guys always been inked, or is that part of like the musician thing? Well, I was seventeen and I got my first one. So and you, you got addicted. Then, I got yeah. I always liked them, but uh, it was funny. My dad didn't have any up until his like he was in his fifties, and I took him for his first one. Really. And, what do you get? Uh, well, you got a Canadian flag, actually, being very Canadian of him and stuff. But uh, the funny thing is, I actually came home a while later, and uh, he had gone and got like this, like eagle and like you know dagger and like his heart with like that's <laughs> yeah, it was all kinds of stuff. By the way, that's something you pick off the wall. Yeah, right? no, it was total flash. Full flash. Yeah, he, he got full flash. <laughs> but he went and did it on his own volition. So I was like, I was really proud of the that's old man. Cool. I was like, way to go, pops. Like way to you know like death before dishonor. Exactly. Way to rep. He's like the only older guy with the tattoo that's not like all like bleeding and you can't yeah, see. I like that. It's kind of just green <laughs> yeah, now. Exactly. It wasn't eagle. Oh, yeah, now totally. it's a shark. The guys that were in the <laughs> Navy. I was at Pearl Harbor. Yeah. It's like you can't even see what it is. My like, dad, exactly. uh, 
a long time ago when he was like 18, got drunk and went and got a tattoo. Yeah. Only had 10 bucks. He walks into the tattoo parlor and says, I get 10 bucks. What can you give me? Guy draws a ladybug. <laughs> it's just a circle with like four legs. It's not even a real ladybug. It's open to interpretation. It's a ladybug. <laughs> so when I was growing up, like 15, 16, I mean, that thing had been on there for like 30 years. And it was just a dot. Like, hey, it was nice just a soccer spot. ball. Was it the size of a ladybug? It was about the size of a bottle cap. That's oh, yeah. That's okay, well, that's all right. Yeah. It was horrible. You couldn't tell what it was. That is the worst way to buy a tattoo. That is the worst thing to do. Yeah, you just say, I have 10 bucks. What, what, can, can, I get, what can I get for yeah. 15 cents? Yeah. So, well, I'll, I'll scratch your arm. Is that good? That's what was your first tattoo? Gas. Oh, I've got one on my foot. I always applaud people with no tattoos, though, because I'm like, you have made it this far through life without you know doing something really silly. You know, like, you know. But I have the one, and I feel like... You either have none or what a ton. It? I feel retarded what having is it? the one. What is it? I'd rather not say. Well, just say what wow, it is. You don't have to show secretive. it. And then you're going to show it. It's a um, the eyes of Buddha with two lotus flowers and a Sanskrit prayer over the eyes of Buddha. So that means something. Yes. You know, my big thing these days is when girls always have like, you know, the script, but it's backwards so they can read it. And then, you know, it's, it's for themselves. I always yeah. wonder, I'm like, are you going to get all your tattoos, tattoos upside down? Upside down and backwards. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> well, we, so it. It's 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 awkward because I I hadn't I don't think I had heard of you guys and this is the weird thing and so uh, Jesse what is he is he your label guy what do we call him we call him Road Dad Road yeah. Dad okay <laughs> only because he so, hits us just like Dad used to so um, uh, I owed uh, Jesse a favor after Steve McKenna spilled beer on uh, Tina Sinatra is that pretty is that accurate that's where I know you from yeah I knew I knew you we 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 went into what was the name of that restaurant. La Dolce Vita. La Dolce Vita. Yeah. And we went in to meet uh, Tina Sinatra and the estate manager. It was a very, it, it, it started very, like, uh, serious. Very yeah, solemn. Very respectful. Very respectful. And, they, and, they, and we were drinking with them, and they were telling us stories. And all the stories about Frank Sinatra in that place were, like, crazy stories. Like, stuff other people might get kicked off for, but Frank, Frank Sinatra did it, so it's okay. Right. But, you know. Yeah. And, then, and then Steve did something. He was just, like, he went, sorry, I'm holding back a burp. <clears throat> That was horrible. Wow, is that you? That was a good wow. one. Sorry, I had Dave. to get it out. That was fantastic. Had to get it out. Very Canadian. <laughs> um, and so um, we're interviewing Tina Sinatra and we're drinking wine. Mm-hmm. And, and Steve, like, pours his glass of wine, like, to the top. <laughs> like you do. And that, yeah, <laughs> like, like one should. I mean, use the whole glass, right? And then uh, he went to pour some for Tina. And, she's, and he's like, you want some more? She's like, no, no, no. Um, she's like, no, I'm fine. Thank you. He goes, ah, just take a little. And, and like, yeah. she said no. And he pours it. And there's this halfway being poured. He spills it on Ruben, oh, man. the manager, who looked like he's about 40, but says he's been there. He was 40 when Frank Sinatra was there. It's very weird. But that, is that accurate? The fountain of youth. It's really cool on radio, Jesse, if you answer with nods. Because it's really <laughs> awkward for the people here to know. He did just, he agreed emphatically, but it was just shaking of the head. No, now, now stop talking, Jesse. Come on. All right, so, so you, guys, you guys are like huge in Canada. Not any physically taller than you are. Which is like saying we're, we're like medium in the Dominican Republic. Well, Jesse was telling me that, what, what's that guy's name? He's the Bruce Springsteen of Italy. His name is Zucchero. Zucchero. And if you have some an Italian friend, just ask him who Zucchero is. He'll be like, oh my god, I love Zucchero. Here's a musica. It's crazy. Um, so, and, but I, I, so Jesse sent me, he's like, hey, you should check out this, uh, these guys. And I'm like, oh, all right, Jesse, I'll do you a favor because I smell okay. wine, Antina Sinatra. And I, and I watched your, your video. Is it all right? And anything. Yeah. 
That's and it. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. And it was awesome. <laughs> like, but not only was the this not only was the video awesome, like it starts off a little debaucherous and, and cool. Yeah. And then the song is amazing. And then the message of the song is fantastic. And that's, that's and that's and like all those things I'm like, wow, what and so um Josh is like, What are you what are you watching in there? I'm like, you have to check it out. Turn that down. Turn down that racket. You really, like really, boots in a dryer to really, me. Josh. He's you're. Sorry. I only listen to Willie Nelson. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and they cheers. <laughs> you're trying to say something funny. You just got toast. I haven't gotten cheers from them yet. So yeah. anyway, we have. Uh, women? Any I've heard women? that song. By the way, I any high women in your uh, library? Like Willie Whalen and oh and yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Rah. My dad got me into Merle, and then I switched yes. to Willie. They're all changed. Merle what Haggard? does that oh, mean? My Merle. dad got me into Merle. My dad got me into Merle Haggard. Yeah, Merle Haggard's got a growing up. That's all we listen to. Yeah, Conway Twitty. Um, just, <laughs> but I was the same. I hadn't heard of you guys, but I've heard that song anything a bunch. Where have I heard? Is it on a commercial? It's or? probably because we literally recorded it down the street and played it so damn loud all the time <laughs> that you're like, where have I heard this before? Trying to work. I hear yeah. you guys. No wonder I haven't been getting this anything done. This was the long play on you guys. <laughs> you recorded it literally a, a physical stone's throw from a this physical office. stone's That's throw. That's crazy. I don't That's think so any weird. of you guys could throw a stone that far. Well, I think we just got our first radio challenge. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> It's the fact that someone could, and on, a, and on a roll. As a matter of fact, because it's uphill, you could throw a stone from there to here. All right, Ken go. Griffey Jr.'s dad. Notice I didn't just say Ken Griffey, <laughs> period. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could totally do it. All right, I'll give you that. I just had to email somebody uh, telling them that we shot a scene with an AK-74 because it was an AK-74, the, the, which was the, the predecessor to that was the AK-47. This right. is a story about when I got drunk in Moscow. And it's like a SKS. Yeah, but the guy and the guy, but the guy brought it out, and it was a collision cop, which is an AK seventy four. And whenever I tell the story and say it was an AK seventy four, everyone corrects me, and they go, right. "Hey, it was AK forty seven. Because that's the only number I know yeah. <laughs> associated with weapons. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, all right. So back on topic, you guys. So you're named after the. Um, by the way, you have an ethos. Is it an ethos or an ethos? Hmm. An I ethos. would call it more of a mission statement. No. If, if there's a, this is in your your bio. If there's any band who exemplifies the sky's the limit, ethos ethos, it's Headley, and you guys were named after. Of this is there's a lot of interesting stuff. You guys were named after a town. Well, you know this. I don't need to tell you this. I'm like, yeah, really? We are named after a town. You're named after a town. So it's the sm- one of the smallest towns in the country with population like 60. It's a gold mining town. We used to go there on the way. It's on a highway on the way to like what would be like the West Coast's vacation area within the province or within the state if you were down You guys are from uh, Canada. So we're from Vancouver, BC, Canada, yeah. British Columbia, right on the West Coast, the best coast. We share the left side. And uh, so this little place is on, like, basically on the highway into like a little vacation spot. So we'd go there all the time in the summer and stop in Headley because they had a liquor store but no police. So you could stay there. They had these old gold mines. So, wait, so, gold mines so, up so, what, would so what would you do we without would police? Load up on the booze. Keep going. And we'd stay for a night and we would just run amok. The townsfolk would get all up in arms. But there were, again, there was no civil <laughs> enforcement. Do. To, yeah, <laughs> we were kind of like, we felt like we were like maybe the cartel of our time. But, <laughs> but you guys, but at one point the 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 town was for sale it was for, for three, sale for three hundred forty six thousand dollars. so we're like well if we name our band headley and then get famous which has been literally a process of collecting pop cans and, <laughs> yeah. and, and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. food drives That's fine. and so wait so when was it for sale I'd have to say around like 2004. It has since gone off the market. The uh, Did someone buy it? Ship as it would have has sailed. Wow. 
but um, you have to because it would be amazing to have your have your own town. I was we were so close. Didn't Kate Kim Basinger Basinger? Didn't she do that at one point? She bought a, a village. Yeah, See, I love that no, idea. I'll say that. Don't, don't say don't say whatever to me if you don't know that it's true. I don't know that if you don't know it's true, then don't agree with it. <laughs> so was this uh, was this a post Batman Kim Basinger or was this, this was when this was when she was at her height? Mm. Is it Basinger? Maybe the best Basinger. time to buy a town. I, I think you. I think you guys. And, and was Headley beautiful? Could you guys, dude? It is the it is the turn in the road, literally. But it's it like in a, in, in a forest, in a forest area. It would be like high desert almost. Oh, really? Yeah, but also like pinyon style. You could make it akin to like Arizona I desert. I don't really like it anymore. I know. I, I was thinking like it was on the way to uh, uh, Whistler. What do the Australians say? Whistler. Whistler. Whistler, Whistler. Mate. I'm, I'm working in Whistler. Yeah, how long have you been in Canada? 27 years. You're like, really? You still, you still yeah. sound like that? For, pe- <laughs> for people. Like, hey, if you had an Aussie accent, you keep it too. Come Would on. you? I mean, yeah, you have If to. that's all you had going for you. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> hey, you got Foster's here? <laughs> Both <laughs> giant beer can. Foster's Do beer. They, I don't think they can. I don't think, that, uh, I don't think Australians drink Foster's. I love Australia. It's basically a hot Canada. Yeah. It is. Well, okay, so you guys are both uh, commonwealths or something yeah, like that? Yeah, precisely. So, so that people can... Can freely go from Canada to Australia, vice versa, and you can work right. in both True. places. And New Zealand is also part of it. So basically, a Commonwealth for those of you at home that aren't aware yes. is essentially a, a country that was once part of the British Empire like that British was run Empire. by the Queen. We've got since the Queen on our money still. You, you had are you still the, under their rule at all? No, it was the eighties, I believe, where we separated ourselves from there. Where she she's now like an ornamental figure, but they're still, still on the money. Right? Okay. Yeah, she's yeah, still on the money on the dollar. You also have a lot of animals on your money. Actually, yep. you know what? There's a lot of tech. We've just changed our money recently. There's a lot of technology. So on our five, we've got Sir Wilfrid Laurier, um, our second prime minister, our president, um, and the Canada arm. So I call him Space Wolf. I love how you have to translate everything from Canadian <laughs> into America. Like the provinces are states. And the prime ministers are presidents. I don't want. Yeah, you're right. I mean, sometimes we find ourselves just in regular conversation, having to do so out of sh- out of a sheer lack yeah. of awareness on the other end. But well, it's, 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 by no disrespect do we mean to. If yeah, I was yeah, like on a plane and some guy's like, "Hey, where are you from?" and I was like, "Oh shit, he's, this guy's going to hate Americans." I said, "I'm from I'm from Canada," eh? and he said, "Well, who's the prime minister?" I'd be like. I'm from Mexico. Yes, you change your answer at him. <laughs> who's this? Who's who? Who named the starters for the maple leaves? I don't even know what those are. There was this segment. Uh, this guy who did like basically it was like a news satire show, and he called it talking to Americans. And he'd go down to like Washington D.C., like on a university campus, and he'd go up to people and be, "Hey, put a mic up to their face and go, hey, would you like to congratulate the King of Canada? Uh, he just purchased his one thousandth reindeer.' And uh, people would be like, "Hey, congratulations, uh, King of Canada, on your new igloo. I uh, hope it all works out." And then one day he like busts out on this kid, and the kid totally checks him. He's like, Canada doesn't have a king, they have a prime minister. It's like Same the first kid, kid ever, yeah. first person ever, and it's right. a child, of He's course. Shook. <laughs> and I can also like program your VCRs. You don't have VCRs anymore. It's, it's an old joke. I wish. I wish we had VCRs. <laughs> Canada is just getting VCRs now. No. We actually, there? yeah, we're updating all of our technologies <laughs> so, from beta. DVD. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Let me see if my, uh, if my internet connection works. I want to play the beginning of, uh, of anything. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. This is the my internet? favorite part. Wait yeah, the spinning it. ball. The spinning ball of death. Childish Gambino named his new album Because the Internet. That's all. That's awesome. He called it Because the Internet. Named who? Childish Gambino. Named person this? Uh, no, so he's, he's, a a, rapper, he's an he's artist. A... He's also, I think he's in, on like Community. Yeah, he's on Community. Yeah, so. Yeah, he's a, um, uh, I know this guy. No, oh, it, and of course, of course it we rely on the, the all-powerful <laughs> YouTube to <laughs> interject with a commercial when we least expected it or needed it. 
But, by the way, if you guys have 1.6 million views, you've probably made some money off of this. Or has Jesse made money off of this? Does, does that mean yeah. we go buy cars now? I'd like to thank Vivo. It's like you're awake, but nobody can see you. Um, hey, that's you. So this is, yeah, that's kind of the point All here. Right. This is my dastardly <laughs> so, serious monologue. How'd you guys cast that booty? Um, we Ooh, actually wait. got a hold of a couple girlfriends from Toronto really? that knew how to twerk. Friends? Mm-hmm. You have friends that can dance like this? We, oh, yeah. there's, some, oh. there's some people in Toronto that can do all kinds of things with their body parts, <laughs> and we love them for it. My internet's just not going to... You know what? I'll tell you what. My of internet course is it's not, not. Why would internet ever do what we needed to do when we so, needed to do it? So, so maybe you guys can just play it. Can you play it? That's a great right, idea. Right now? Fine. Absolutely. Do you want me to, what do you want me to do? Oh, I'll t- tambourine! I'll, I'll twerk. Maybe intro, <laughs> I'm out. an intro, I'm out. and then like do the. If you have some, any kind of audience applause sound effects, yeah, I can do audience applause. Great, let's make right, this room so, sound right, huge. So, so these guys are going to do a live version of this song. That's is is this the song? I mean, this song's blowing up. Yeah, it's reacting really well, and in one form or another, it's doing business. You just took what I said. And you translated it into something. <laughs> to concur. <laughs> to concur. Uh, so as to concur. So do you guys have, you guys have uh, instruments? <sighs> Absolutely. Let's, you just let, didn't even see them. Let's rock. I saw you walk in with them. Smuggled them. We got stuff. 76. 76. All right, Jake. So you have a, a Roland SP404 yes, S- so SX. This is essentially a wave sampler. Um, a lot of the tracks we've been doing, like anything are a little more diverse than just, say, acoustic songs. You so, flipped your microphone upside down on purpose. Of course I did. I'm just did, you, did you or no? No, I don't, okay. not at this point, I don't think. <laughs> at any rate, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of the... A lot of the shit <laughs> you want that one? Science! Josh, help him. I don't know about technical... I want to go home. I, don't wanna, I just want to go home. <laughs> no, I got it, I got it. I got it. Good? Yeah, yeah. I just want to go home. That's what my best buddy said when his girlfriend in front of me and my girlfriend opened up his computer to transvestite porn. Wow. We, we all started laughing so hard and he just stood there in his own house and said, I want to go home. <laughs> my God. <laughs> he was a little shook. That's awesome. Anyway, so yeah, so this is a Roland Wave sampler, so basically we could... And then, and then Dave, what is that? Oh, this is a uh, this is a Steinberger. It is uh, we're we're going portable these days, man. Your so. your amp is the size of my fist. I That's know. Amazing. This is tiny. It's, it's, it's tiny. Course. It's just a little just uh, a little right. guy. Rock. Uh, you know Rush. Yeah. Got I'm just doing yeah. that for a level. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Give us some love. Probably turn it up a little bit. Where's the feedback coming out of that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the humming beat from this fucker. You're gonna be doing so. You're gonna be <gasps> making it happen live, Jake. You're gonna be doing this live, and not just gonna play. You're actually gonna use the buttons during it. Oh yeah, yeah. I have to sequence different sections of the loops that we built. I don't even know what you're talking I about. Know, I know. That, 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 that was an assault. <laughs> that was not fair. <laughs> what did, I just did you there. You did assault me. All right, man. All right, man. Let's let's uh, here. Let's check this out. So the, this is anything. Every 
Everybody said you better stay in school. Get a real job, boy. Don't be a fool. Burn that guitar. You can never be a star. Cool. I can, I can, I can. So a thousand disbelievers couldn't keep me on the ground. I've invented a momentum that'll never slow me down. I believe it 'cause I feel it and I shout it out loud. I can, I can, I can. So everybody said, boy. Oh, oh. Or rock on main stage, an Xbox tester or an astronaut in space. If they tell you that you can't, you can shove it in their face. I can, I can, I can. A hundred thousand disbelievers couldn't keep me on the ground. I invented a momentum that'll never slow me down. I believe it 'cause I feel it and I shout it out loud. I can, I can, I can. So everybody said, boy. Understand that you you weren't just uh, like just playing a backing track. You were working that thing. You yeah, guys were yeah, both yeah. working. That so was amazing. All, yeah, so all the samples are in it. So all the samples that we use in those tracks, and then it's, we layer them, and then we kind of like we can we can record loops too, and then so you can like this one will play forever, or I could just go straight to the chorus. So this is like a chorus loop. 
then it's got all the it's different. Awesome. Stuff. So you have to be able to switch back and forth. As yeah. Well as like layers. So you a that, lot of thinking going on when you brain. Measure. Yeah. 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 Synapses like two meteor shower. <laughs> Our little fuck that girl was a little eight year old voice actress who Madison. came in with her dad, Madison. She was lovely. Oh my god! So it wasn't a friend. It was an actual person. That we had. A, we hired a voice actress. It's a. It's a say fuck that. And different inflections because there's different ways forget. you can. We say had a, like 150. Fuck that. Forget that. Fuck that. Uh, uh. Fuck that. I can do anything. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that was incredible. Uh, so unlike the, um, uh, what was the uh, the Pink Floyd song, From the Wall, where they... Where we they, don't need no yeah. education. They, they brought wall. some kids on a field trip to the recording studio, and, and they did that. That's and great. they got on the album, and and then Didn't like twenty years later or something, they all sued for money for really? for, for royalties. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, terrible. I don't know what happened. That's there terrible. are no royalties involved. They did, they would have gotten paid a service. Yeah, they should have just paid him a service just to oh, go yeah, away, or sure. not. They got tricked. They, they should have. <laughs> they did, but they're yeah. children. Children are supposed to be tricked. Yeah, if anyone's going to be taken advantage of, it should be the youth. Tell me, uh, tell me about the the message behind that song because I think there's a it's it's a fun song and it starts off like. Debaucherous, and I think it's a, it's a, it's like a, it's sort of a joke in that this is this is a lifestyle that sort of people are perceiving when this isn't really necessarily who you guys are, right. and so it's a song about being, about being able to do anything, but getting to the 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 part in your lives where you can have these these benders, these five day benders, which by the way are really fun. They're good, they're a good time. Yeah, I'll be honest. You know what I know. You know you know things. Man, you, know, think, you know things we can't talk about on the, on the radio. Think of the video as like an afterthought. The video is an afterthought as only because the song and its first kind of gestation as the idea came together, we realized what we were working with. The concept really speaks to this idea that we're all sort of faced with limitations in our lives. Whether it's some signs telling us we can't go this way, or extra internet costs this much, or people just telling you what you want to do in your life is unattainable. Right. Blah blah blah. We're all faced with that kind of negativity. So this song is sort of just. Like sort of like the anti-negative in a lot of ways, where we were just wanting to be able to kind of like interject a little positivity into like maybe like the social diaspora as far as what people hear on a regular basis. It's so so much usually just negativity that this was kind of our opportunity to be a little bit more positive. So the song fundamentally comes from a really positive and constructive place, and then with the video we realized that well, wait a minute, we could make some sort of, like, redundant inspirational right, video. Right, 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 Or we could just essentially be true to the idea that we could do anything we want and make right. a video where we just literally pull off. Why did Dave have to be in a bathtub full of fucking Fruit Loops? Why, Why not? Right. <laughs> Why not? Right? <laughs> right? Try explaining that one to the wife. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Honey, so, uh, yeah, four babes just, like, fed me Fruit Loops yeah, in a bathtub. Yeah, but, it, but, no it was, but they were it was, paid, it was so work, it was, this it was, was my job. Business. I had yeah, to do full, it. Yeah, I got a receipt for it. Or bring <laughs> home the bacon. I, I... I I think there's, I mean, for me, when I listen to it and watch the video mm-hmm. and, and maybe paying more attention to what the song was than the video, I, I find it inspirational. And I also find the uh, an analogous with, with my life and me growing up saying I always wanted to come to Hollywood. I wanted to be on TV. And, people, and people just being, come on, dude, you're not going to, you know, and get a real job or all this kind of stuff. Sure. And And like to the point where the day that I was leaving to come out here, the guy who I was working for out in, uh, in, in, uh, in New York in the Hamptons, Long Island, and I was like their MC on the weekends and stuff like that at this big mm-hmm. ocean club. And I said, yeah, I'm going out. I'm, I'm going to do my, the acting thing, the hosting comedy thing. And he's like, don't do it. 
don't do it. You're wasting your time. I'm like, fuck you, yeah, dude. Who are, who are you? Right. And he's like, you're not going to make it. He's like, there's people out there that are better looking, more talented, da 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 da, da more connected. I'm like, holy sh- what? And <laughs> what like, did I'm, I ever I, do to you? I'm, I'm, I'm like, obviously, I'm like, did you try to do that? He's like, yeah, but I knew people, and I and he's from New York and did it in New York and and could make it. So he's like, bitter. he was he, he was bitter. bitter. He wasn't trying to save me the, no. the the pain. He didn't want me to make it. But anyway, but like that was like. 16, 17 years ago, and it's and I still, it's still like I still remember it when it comes up. It was one of those times where it's like, and it's not that's not the only one. I mean, I remember when no. I came out. My brother said, um, "Yeah, you're going to do the acting th- acting thing, but what are you going to do for work?" I'm like, "No, I'm going to be an actor." He's like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, buddy." So honestly, I think those types of situations predicate a lot of people's ambitions, and it's almost that universal conflict where you have these dreams, and you're, a dream is supposed to be seemingly unattainable or unrealistic, or else right. it would just be like some rational decision, like right. I'm going to go buy milk. Right? Yeah, you can do, go buy milk. You can't if, go buy milk, right? What? You're crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? But for somebody to have to actually have the sand to be like, no, maybe what you're doing is a bit of a stretch. Just goes to show that what you're probably onto something. The fact that you're kind of finally having this idea that maybe someone else didn't have the balls to admit, let alone follow through with, right. is, speaks a lot to someone's character, like yourself, to be able to like actually pick up and and carry on and and, and chase down that dream. And so There's, I think we were kind of like a little less dramatic in our cases. I feel like our parents were a little more like, "You want to? Yeah, music, cool, right on, give it a go." Like they weren't like, "Be a lawyer, son." Huge dude, conflict dude. at home when you were young. But we were also lucked out too because I wasn't the thirty-year-old guy still being like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking working at Domino's Pizza and I'm playing in a band." Metal you know, band, like, you know, band. Hey, Check man, out our demo. like you know, I was lucky, man. I played with some great people, found some great friends early on, and we like you know went and made this happen. So I never got to that point of being having to be like fall back on something because like. I went from working in a fucking mall to, you know, playing in a rock band. I mean, there's this aspect of, like, commitment and follow-through that needs to be there when you when you cultivate these dreams. You know, you can have all these dreams and aspirations, but if you don't get off your fucking ass. When you guys yeah, played absolutely. at the, uh, was it the closing ceremonies of the yep. Olympics? Yeah. You played there in front of, how many people was it? Stadium I mean, just like physically, 80,000. Just physically 80,000, yeah. let alone uh, 100, 100 million. million. Yeah. I mean, it was the it closing ceremonies. I mean, yeah. it was like uh-huh. millions and millions of people. Yeah. Um, was that like, did you did you pinch yourself in that in that situation? Or did you, like, how did, how did you deal with that? You know what was really cool is as we were walking around to go play that, uh, we got to see Neil Young play to an empty stadium. This is during the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to see Neil Young play uh, just all by himself, all to just an empty BC place. And as we're walking around to go take our s- s- place on the set, it was a pretty neat experience kind of poking our head through the curtain and just watching Neil do his thing. Yeah. It's just, there's surreal moments, man, and that also to be like, yeah, that guy's doing it. We're doing it. We're kind of on the same page, yeah, yeah. right? Like in this one forum, and yeah, yeah sure. it's it's terrifying. To be quite honest, your hands don't stop sweating, and the three and a half minutes goes by like quicker than any other three and a half minutes in your entire life goes by. By the way, uh, 2014, we've got the Winter Olympics coming up again now. You know what? I don't care about speed skating through the rest of like you know the last four years, but like coming up in the next month, I am gonna like Is this you a know. Thing for you? Oh my yeah. god! Speed Is this short track speed skating short gets track. me so fucking <laughs> great. Oh man! I can't, I can't sit down. Short what? track speed skating than football. <laughs> I can't sit Every down year. when I'm watching that. <laughs> Is, am it's I like, missing out? Don't, don't fall. Don't fall. Don't come fall. On, come Those on. Damn yeah. South Koreans, man. Every single time. Oh, they're so good. Gravity. They're so good. They're going to get theirs this year. <laughs> and a year from now, 
I won't, I won't care about it. No, no. No, no, I won't think <laughs> about it. This year, the next Olympics. big deal. I big think, deal. I think they treat it like a product in a store where they're like, okay, we're really pushing uh, short track speed skating this year, guys. Ratings are low <laughs> during this time of the game, so we need to really push it on NBC. I brought around a show where I would take celebrities. It was called Celebrity Curling. And we'd be, we would get cele- and we would take celebrities because let, let's be honest, it's it's the easiest Olympic sport ever. There's nothing easier than curling. You just you know what it is? I'm trying to think of another one that's easier. Hurry, hurry can- hard! It's like shuffleboard on ice. It's, it's right? like yes, exactly. It's, okay. it's a little do. slippery, exactly. It's like shuffleboard. And so just to get these, you know, you got Hasselhoff, you got Tony Danza on a team, and oh, they're going oh and they're going God. against. Um, the the cat, Atlantis Morissette and Michael J. Fox. I'm saying it's Canadians. Sorry, all Canadians. Yeah, Michael J. Fox keeps throwing it left and right. He does. He's he's his accuracy is what he used to be. Is he just fucking around out there? But think about. But like think about it. Everyone who walks in is equal. Everybody can do it. It's not like archery or 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 like hockey or something like that. I'd like to play Usain Bolt. There you go. You could you could play him exactly. Probably kill him in it. You can't. You kill him. It's the national sport of Canada, right? It is curling. Well, actually, technically lacrosse, lacrosse is, but yeah. we rule at curling. Don't you, don't you love that in Archer? He's great at lacrosse. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen Archer. The, the love Archer. Right? Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It's phenomenal. I love that lacrosse is his sport. Well, lacrosse is big on the East Coast, Baltimore, and uh, okay. Oh my God, where, where, where I grew up, it was the biggest sport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. here not so much. Syracuse. Right. Syracuse, New York. Oh yeah, that sounds a place that's a part of Canada. part of Canada. Yes, an honorary Canada. City. I don't Good. know what's happening. It's next to the drop page. <laughs> um, all right, so you guys, I mean, I wish I could play. I'm, I'm just going to play in other shows some of your songs because I, I, I think you guys do some rock and music. And when I, when I like, when I discovered you, when I found you guys, Thanks, here you guys have been playing together since, what, 05? Yeah. Yeah. And so I, you guys are, you know, it's, it's like, it'd be funny if you guys, uh, like, in, in the U.S., when you guys get your accolades, they'll be like, and eh, a new band out of Canada. Yeah. You want to be like, oh, fuck you guys, but. Dave's going to be wheelchair. Whatever. Me in. <laughs> <laughs> it was an overnight success. <laughs> I almost bought the town of Hadley. An overnight success. Uh, We'd you, like to thank Zane. <laughs> do you know the Blazing Saddles reference to yes, Headley? Yes, we do. Okay. It's Headley! Headley! Oh, they call him Headley. They, they say, it's it's Headley! Oh, fuck it, what do I know? <laughs> All right, so, uh, so the new song, oh. is it coming out on the new album? Yes. Has the new album dropped yet? The new album, we don't have a release date for it. It will be sometime what? in the spring. Okay. This but, coming spring. Uh, anything uh, EP is out. So we've put a collection of works from the album onto the internet so people can go on iTunes. So I can go on the internet. Oh, so yeah. you can get like the, the five songs that I was sent. EP. Yes. I recommend a track called Crazy For You and a track called Mexico. I like headphone. Headphones? Oh, headphones. yeah, word dude, up. Man. See, man, I, you guys you guys don't ever see it. I'm, I'm dialed in. I'm one of those. I know. One of those what am I looking for here? I don't know. You looking were, for, you're just full shuffling right now. Are you guys starting a tour soon, too? Yeah, we are. we are. So we're going back home, and we're rehearsing for like two weeks, and then we are off on a 36-state headlining tour that covers the entire north, and then what we're going to be doing is coming right back down here. Now, when, you say, when you say the north, you say the north. What the is true that? north, Canada. Oh, the great white north. Yes. And, and that starts when? That begins on February 14th, Valentine's Day. And ends, is it, is it cold the whole time? Um, we will be touring through cold-ass winter. And not, yeah. get, not, not any, any warmth. Nah. And you guys... Well, not, it, not from the outside. We have Canadian listeners, and, they're, and they, they're probably, under, understandably, a little bit miffed. Like, you don't know who Headley is? What is wrong with you? <laughs> and, and then well, there's the Americans. What, what is that? Like, tell me, why... What's a Headley? What, why, <laughs> where, why is there a transition? You think of Canada as like the 51st state. 
right. in a way. You know what I mean? Like, you guys are so close. Mm-hmm. How, how, do, how do I not know? Is, um, that Je- think, is it Jesse's fault? I think what ends up happening is Canada, for as, for as close as it is by a border, it's literally just another small market to America, the way Australia is, the way France is. And so for us, for as much as we've been really close by, we've sort of been just next door really busy. You guys have been there the whole time. And literally, exactly. you were literally down the street from me, and you didn't even tell me that you were here. Jesse, you I probably feel bad knew. about Jesse, it. Jesse, did you know that they were there? I did not. No. I could have been, been the fuck that guy. You could have been, the song. actually. I feel like it's I fine been, the way oh, it is. But. <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> that. Not that doesn't sound very good. It doesn't have the same ring. All right, well, we're going to let people know when your album comes out. Uh, meanwhile, if you want to go look up Headley, H-E-D-L-E-Y, uh, on iTunes, you can get a few songs, yep. including anything, which we'll take you out with right now. <laughs> Everybody said you better stay in school. Get a real job, boy. Don't be a fool. Burn that guitar. You can never be a star. I can, I can, I can. So disbelievers couldn't keep me on the ground i've invented a momentum that'll never slow me down i believe it because i feel it and i shout it out loud i can i can i can so everybody said boy don't go any An Xbox tester or an astronaut in space If they tell you that you can't, you can shove it in their face I can, I can, I can A hundred thousand disbelievers couldn't keep me on the ground I've invented a momentum that'll never slow me down I believe it cause I feel it and I shout it out loud I can, I can, I can So everybody said, boy, don't go any
It's catchy. It's a catchy tune. You have to admit. Yeah, you know what? I, uh, it's a catchy tune, but I liked it a lot more live. When they were in here, the energy those two guys had, and watching him bang on that little thing that he brought in, the little gadget. I was. How do you even explain what he was doing? Because he could have just done like a backing track. Yeah. And sang along, and th- these guys would have been fine. But they brought in a guitar with the world's smallest amp. Yeah. It was literally an was amp tiny. the size of a fist. And which is amazing that it worked. It was. That you baby saw it. amp? It's awesome. You didn't see it? No, I didn't even notice it. Um, and then um, he had like, it's not even a keyboard. It's almost like. It's called like a sample box or something. Yeah. You can take audio samples and there's a bunch of square buttons yeah. on it and you press the button and the audio but sample he, plays. And it's happening as he's playing. He's like, he's like pressing three buttons at once and then yeah. two and then one. It was, uh, that was a lot of work. So um, afterwards. Uh, I don't think it was on the air. Afterwards, they invited us um, to go to uh, a concert that they had that night, like the night, same night that that, that was that we just listened. When to. we recorded, that's when we recorded. It, yeah. 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 Um, and so we're like, yeah, we'll go. And it was it was um, in Hollywood. It's very easy to get to. And and uh, what it was was like a, it was basically like an unplugged uh, show for the record label. So everyone at the company knew who it was when from, so when they were talking about it, they knew who they were. Oh, you know what I mean? Awesome. Because they're so new. Or so new to us. Yeah. Uh, there well, they're a... trying to break into the States, basically. Yeah. And there were a few fans there that were like, it was weird because it was all record execs. It was like, who's, who's these guys? Who are these guys? And li- they literally went from, the record execs went from there to another showcase to another showcase. And the next day they had three more. So it was just like work to them. Yeah. And then there were some fans that got there at, what'd they say, one o'clock? Seven or no five because it started at seven. They were there two hours early. Yeah, they were they were there, they were there when they like walked in just to do a sound check, and they were standing outside waiting in line. But you could you could it was just a bunch of couches. It was a really nice space. I forget what it was called. It was a really nice space up in Hollywood, and uh, it was it was like it was, it was almost like the space was made for this in right. a way. Mm-hmm. It was very small and in- intimate. If we wanted to sit in the front row, we, it was just a couch. You just walk up. You just walk up. There was a couch, and there's there's spaces. But were these, the couch is clean. Yeah, they were clean. It was nice. Okay. Uh, and they uh, these fans were there, and between every song, they're like, ah, screaming and stuff. It's it was you. <laughs> you were one of them. <laughs> uh, so, I saw how you looked at him so, when they were here. <laughs> remember he's, me? He's remember hey, me. it's I'm Zane from the podcast. Well, we, wa- we walked up. They were, <laughs> shut up. We walked up. They were hanging out outside. We said hi to them, and then went inside and... And like I thought there was gonna be like a big backstage, but there was barely a stage. They just did it in the round. It was very small, like a hundred and hundred people maybe. Yeah. That's and uh, and more importantly, sorry, I'm getting to the point. There was open bar. Oh, okay. yeah. So that it was, was fun. the point of the whole story, fun. by yeah. the way. <laughs> so, we, so we Ubered Anything there, you wanted. and then we Ubered home. And by the way, if people are in uh, L.A., New York, Chicago, there's a bunch. I don't know. Sydney. Sydney. San Francisco. San Francisco. Uh, if you use uh, Sydney, if you Sydney. No need to stop drinking. If you need, if you need, <laughs> if you use Uber for the first time, use code Zane Z A N E. And what do they get? Ten bucks off their first ride, Casey. And free water, I think. Uh, yeah. And free water because yeah. they have water on board on board the, the car. Really? That's my yeah. favorite part about Uber. They always have water. They always offer you. water. She doesn't know it. because every time we've taken it together, She's... I steal her water. Oh, we do. You I guys. do. 100%. You son of a bitch. Always show me in the very back of whatever. And I steal take, your water. Because they're the little eight ounce ones, and I need to. <laughs> I'm going to read a, a letter. This is fantastic. This is from. Uh, they didn't sign it, Casey. It's from Petrarch. Why do 
yelling at Casey for that? Well, I don't know. Pacharka Design. I don't know who this person is, but it's a okay. I, I promise you, this is not a member of my family or anyone's family here or any employee yeah, that wrote it's this. It's you, my <laughs> no, or me. Oh, because is this when you when you ask people to send in questions or anything? Yeah. So okay. I said, email me zanelamprey at gmail dot com. Got it. If you have questions, suggestions, anything, just let us know. What you Nobody think of the show. asked any weird questions that I want to hear about. Uh, Casey. No? no? Okay. No. Uh, it says, my prayer... You know what we forgot to do, too? At the top of the show, I should have... Um, I'm supposed to text. I need to do this question. I, I promise I'll remember. Casey, I put this in the book. Uh, ask on Twitter. He's going to say, it is in your book. Okay. Um, and I'll put questions. I'm, I'm going to do like a hashtag so I can go and search. People can, can put questions at any time of the week, and I'll, I'll go back and look at them with a specific hashtag. What's the hashtag going to be? It's going to be like hashtag ask Zane. That's not bad. Okay. And if you have questions for, for Mel or Josh, too, you can ask them as well. So hashtag ask Why Zane. Why get so quiet when you said Mel or Josh? Yeah, like no oh, one, if you uh, have any questions for Mel or Josh. I got no answers, so don't waste your time. But <laughs> I'll answer still. them about Josh. And I'm not called, call called the Josh and Mel show. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, here, here's their, their, uh, their letter. My prayer. You have that you have fun. Uh, put on that Jacopo. That, that, that music. The classy stuff? Yeah, the classy stuff. Okay. And... Um, <clears throat> My prayer has been answered. It turned into spoken word. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for returning to your old show format. I can't tell you what it means. It's still going, don't worry. <laughs> We're in between songs. <laughs> I rewound it. I don't know what's going on. The configuration of Zane, Mel, and Josh, and Jacopo with occasional segments of Steve has the absolute perfect chemistry. Chem- chemistry. <laughs> You're flat. You were flat. I was flat. It, it changed. <laughs> I, re- I already listened to the first new episode twice. Twice, twice. Uh, please keep it this way forever. Please, please, please. Oh, please. By the way, still waiting to hear an announcement about the release of the first episode of G- Chug, spelled G-H-U-G. Oh, we should have went with Gug. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what a missed opportunity. Uh, is it like Genghis Khan Chugs something? It's like Grog. Keep up the awesome work. Gug. Thanks again. Petrarch Design. Petrarch Design. I have more. Oh, there's another one? Yeah, I have another one. Uh, this is, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I haven't pre-read this. Greetings from a small town in Washington State. Mm. It has an exclamation point. Spokane? I like Washington it's Spokane. It has an exclamation point, but I chose not to use it. Like I, I didn't want to yell the first sentence at you. Okay. Uh, Wait, is it an exclamation point? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, be like, greetings from a small town in Washington State! <laughs> I'm a huge fan and loved Drinking Made Easy and was very sad to see it go. As we were, as were we, thank you. I was a backer on your Kickstarter and I can't wait to see Chug spelled properly. Besides listening, watching... To you, I love drinking and have been desperately waiting for Monkey Rum. Oh, I see. Any idea as to when it'll be available to, for the public to buy? Any plans to have to launch in at a party in Seattle? Uh, so glad to hear the Zane Lamprey show every week and can't wait till Chugs. Thank you, Megan, aka aka Bourbon Megan. It's really it's been, yeah. It's been her nickname since high school. Bourbon Megan, kids <laughs> since high school. <laughs> it's so funny, Megan, aka Bourbon Megan. Uh, brackets. My nickname since high school. Close bracket. New bracket. Kids don't drink underage. Close bracket. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Burbank. Oh, Um, oh, we also have a question. Sorry. Hi, Zane, Mel, and crew. Oh, it's you, Josh and Casey. (laughs) You guys got lumped into one thing? I'm I'm changing. 
Just for that. At least, at least she acknowledges you. Go back to the fun music. There we go. What happened, Casey? Casey, you have I'm a... I'm going to kill myself. You have a microphone. I'm in a, I'm in a group with Casey, apparently. You have a microphone. What is it, Casey? I'm just saying it. You know, me and Josh are in the same group now. I'm going to kill myself. Like That's funny. Uh, happy New Year, as well as all the best wishes for Chug. I'm a backer. Thank you. And Zane's new Nat Geo show. Thank you. What a year. So, long-time listener, watcher, just wanted to thank you for all the great deals on ZaneLambert.com merchandise. That's fun. Casey, did you write this? <laughs> <laughs> I think I have one of everything. Almost. Anyway, my questions are... Uh, what's the timeline for the rest of Chug episodes? And what's up with Monkey Room? Well, same, pretty much two questions. Plus, I'm sure we would also love a vine of every podcast recording. Oh, that's a good idea. Also, I think it would be great to have Dan Dunn, guest hoster, come back as a guest. I completely agree with that. Uh, hope this message finds you very well, and best wishes for the future. Cheers, or Chug, Brendan. What's going on over there? You getting mixing up on that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Picarella? P-E-C-O-R-E-L-L-A. Sure. Yeah, why not? If it was Spanish, it'd be Pisorella. Yeah, it would. Uh, all right, so let's let's stop the music. Let's talk about let's talk about Chug real quick. You want to get technical? I mean, just real quick, basically. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I do. Do I? Gosh. Um, all right. So Shot Chug. Sorry. Okay. Um, okay. Um, Shot Chug uh, came back. We were editing. We thought the first episode would be. Uh, Rome, Vienna, Vienna was planned to be our first. Yeah, episode. that's right because we sh- we really we showed that um, one. And the reason, can I tell them the reason? Yeah, why do whatever was, you want. The reason it was laid out like that is because we were going to include Steve in the entire season. Right. Uh, he was going to get lost in Vienna, right? And he was going to make an appearance in each episode. So he really got lost in for Rome. So shot in Vienna, missing in Rome, showed up in Budapest. But we thought, hey, why go all Europe's? Right? Yeah. Good. We were going to go through the whole season. So while we we're in Australia, he'd show up. In the outback, lost, looking for us. Right, uh, but then when we got back here, we started. Oh, do you together. want to talk about the fact that we shot that? Oh, and it got deleted. Yeah, <laughs> nah, it's not important because we don't need it anymore. <laughs> but uh, when we got back, we figured it made more sense for him to be lost in uh, in Europe. Well, I think the idea was that we didn't want to go just Europe and then South Pacific. We so we would go like Vienna, Fiji, Rome, Sydney, Budapest. Uh, Kuala Lumpur, something like that. Yeah. So that, so that was, it broke it up. But but it, but then the story would be lost. Like we would lose Steve in the first episode, and then we would, would be looking for him forever in every episode. And I think it was like it was better. And you have to re- remember that we're not just making this for the backers. We, I mean, that's who we were making initially. We're making for. it for, but we're also trying to make it bigger television. Yes, yeah, so we're all, so we also want to appeal to people who've never seen this before. Yeah. And if they're like, we lost Steve McKenna, you're like who the who whoa, cares? what was yeah, who was that? So we decided that we would um, start with. Uh, Kuala Lumpur, then yes. Sydney, then Fiji, and during in those episodes we would establish who Steve McKenna is, um, and why he, who he is to us, and like how how he's so funny and all these kind of things, and then by the time he makes it into the Vienna episode, it's like in three sheets when he he finally made it into the, into the second season. In in uh, in Kentucky, it was like, oh well, we're actually going to actually get to meet Steve McKenna, and it was like yeah. it was fun. And then the dummy like fell asleep on a train. We lost him, and, and so he was not in Rome. But then he shows up again in Budapest, and then that's the crescendo. And and we're we just I know it gets confusing, but like when when you're when you're editing the show, 
you just have to worry about the storyline and the through line of everything working out. You want everything to make sense. Now you think each episode is its own independent thing, but in reality, mm-hmm. when you do a season, you yeah. want the whole season to gel and meld together and right. be – you want to have these storylines that go throughout the season. Right. So it's that part, making all the episodes kind of come together, that's really difficult. And then putting the finishing touches on it well, is extremely time-consuming. Because we just talked about that about yes. it, right before we started this. But the, And the other thing is, because we, we knew we were going to have to do that kind of stuff, but – a half-hour episode is basically 23, 24 yeah. minutes. We decided to make it an hour, which is anywhere from 40 to 44. So now it's it's twice the show that it was. And so kind of, kind of, instead of six episodes, you're kind of getting uh, 12. Yeah, but it does. I mean, it, it, it doubles. It I yeah. mean, it de- doubles our time in editing. And because we did Vienna and then Rome and then said, wait a second, let's go back, that now we've done f- – uh, Kuala Lumpur, which is the first episode, and that, and now we're almost done with... We're working our way through Sydney. Yeah. I think we're very yeah. close to getting that. Almost locked. done with, with Sydney. Yeah. Once we're done with Sydney, I think we'll probably release it. And then when we release it, we'll release it every week. Yeah. Every, every week we'll release one. Um, I think. It's better than every other week, right? you got to keep, keep, keep it fresh. Yeah, as long as we can get the last two finished before... They're right, ready to go. Right, right. We, we wanna... have to look at that, but I mean, I, it seems like we should be able to do that. I think we, if we have the first three, which means then we have the first five because we have... We have Rome and Vienna done as well. Yeah. We can finish up Budapest after we release the first one. Yeah. Makes sense? Because then we'll have six weeks to do it, which at this point is what it's taking us per episode. Yeah, the graphics are The graphics hefty. are hefty, <laughs> but excellent. Yeah, they're so really happy. good. They're if worth were, the wait. If you were a Drinking Meat Easy fan, I'll be honest with you, we didn't have the, we didn't have the budget for graphics. We straight up didn't. And and quite frankly, with this too, we didn't really either. People look at it as, as saying like, oh, you made 600 grand to make the show, but... I think we've spent like a hundred and well Casey's cut was what four fifty? Oh yeah, Casey's four hundred and fifty thousand right off the top. We have anywhere from I think it's about hundred and fifty thousand dollars we've spent on um all the merchandise and the parties and the shipping and all that kind of stuff to get all that stuff out. Much much more money than we thought it was gonna be. Minus the the Kickstarter take, which was like another what was that? Sixty. Anyway, the shipping alone was almost that number. Yeah, it was, well, the shipping was like. So s- then, you- actually, the shipping was was about sixty. No, seventy. About seventy thousand at this point. Yeah, it was the plus. Bill. We haven't even done the DVD. Well, yet. I saved you some money, and I just gave my dad's shirt directly. Did to you him. really? Yeah. <laughs> this weekend. To tell everyone what your dad did. My dad. Yeah, your dad called you and said, "Hey, where's my shirt?" Yeah. Oh, so yeah, my dad called and said, "Hey, where's my shirt?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Did you fill out the survey?" Yeah, yeah, I filled it out. Where's my shirt? <laughs> I, I asked Casey. He's like, "Oh, I don't know. You know, a couple weeks go by again. I get another call from, him. hey, where's my shirt? I want my shirt.'" And I'm like, I think they're sending them out. You should get it pretty soon. Yeah. Third time, hey, where's my shirt? I'm like, I don't know, Dad. I'll check. I'll ask Casey. And Casey and I were going through the thing. He never filled out a survey. <laughs> there. So there's there. Even though I asked him, he's like, yeah, of course there are I 88 it out. people that we've asked five times. Like, hey, my dad is one of them. <laughs> he is one of them. Yeah. Uh, and when's the cutoff? It's like the 23rd, right? Yeah. So like the 23rd at midnight or the 24th, whatever. If, pe- if people listening haven't gotten the Chug stuff or something else, email Zane Lamprey at Gmail. I'll get it forward to, to Casey to handle it. Anyway. Um, so, and then as far as Monkey Rum, I have meetings uh, this week, next week, and the following, following week. The bottom line is, is that when we had our first uh, rollout, it was so big, I realized, holy cow, I don't really, I'm not really... I'm not really uh, financially <laughs> ready. <laughs> and, and to... Financially ready to to take on the responsibility of this. It was a beast. We did the release at Bevmo. We sold out. There was like 300 people there, 
in two hours, and it was like I realized I, I couldn't do it. So now we're talking to investors about taking it everywhere. So it'll be in Seattle and, and hopefully hopefully everywhere by the summer. Um, now, very exciting, very exciting. Let's welcome to the studio our good friend, Jacopo Valeni. Casey's in the booth. <laughs> we have this is so exciting. It's so exciting to get. Well, I'm, I want to clarify two things, and I want in full disclosure. This is the first show in which you're joining us in a long time. Yes, uh, we and were, I'm excited. Yes, it was. It, thank you. And you look and you smell fantastic. And your, 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 your hairs did. No, your own cool, monogram. You know, I, I already don't like that I'm next to Josh. And I like this that, new configuration. He's me. so close. <laughs> I can grab his hand. That's, yeah, exactly. You just grab his hand. It's radio. You don't have to touch him. Uh, you brought, have to, you brought a, a veritable plethora of, a plethora of, of ingredients and libations. And, and, and look, look at this. You've, did you actually pick all these words so I can understand? <laughs> <laughs> he's like... Uh, he's talking to me, but, I, uh... but here, don't here, worry, Jacob. Just keep nodding and smiling. Here's right. something for the insiders. You know how, like, when you watch a DVD and they have like the DVD commentary. Yeah, this is the commentary for our show right now. Okay, the commentary goes like this. Um, Maybe people we, don't want to know that. No, this is this is good stuff. Oh. You, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't well, know. Okay, if you if you don't You're unveiling the magic. If you don't want to know this and you don't want me to ruin what's behind the curtain, mute uh, now. Just mute now, and I'll tell you when to unmute in a second. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to hear me. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Just mute for like 15 seconds or 30. I don't know. Um, here's the point is that you came in and we made the Valentine's Day drink and then we made the mustache punch, the, which the Super Bowl drink, yes. which people haven't heard yet, but we kind of did this out of order. So right now we're, we're fairly lubricated. Uh-huh. We're, we're fairly lubricated. Using what? We're fairly lubricated. Wow. Is that one of your words that you hate? Josh, lubricated? stop touching really, me. Really he doesn't mean it like okay. that. He doesn't even know what lubrication Casey, means. <laughs> Casey, on the board, you got to write words that Mel hates. Hey, no. Lubricate. I do not want to see those. Okay, latex. Go ahead. Okay, uh, Infection. No, right at the top. Right, well, you can't see that, Casey, because your big giant monitor. Write it up. Yeah, there you right go. Right there. So we got lubricated. Uh, we have uh, latex. Balm. A bomb, really? He, he has the worst penmanship. So it's amazing. Uh, uh, salve, salve. What does it mean? Balm. Salve. They're all the same thing. Infection. Salve, salve ba- is like a balm. cream like balm. ointment, which is another okay. word I hate. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. And then there's one more infection. Ointment. 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 Is infection not one of them? No, infection is just. I thought you didn't like infection. It's because of, it's just how you used moist. it. You said latex ointment. infection. And moist. <laughs> That's so wrong. Moist. Like moist. So good. Everybody hates moist. Everybody likes moist. No, I like moist. Unless it's what to do with moist turkey. Moist things are good. Do you hate um, moist? Yeah, like moist chicken. Do you turkey? know? Do you like moist? <laughs> what the hell is moist? Moist sort of like you're moistened. Just, no, you're making stuff. No, moist is a word. Yeah, I feel it's like not that's a word. Yeah. I agree. I know what a moist is. How are you? What's a moist? <laughs> Isn't that the dude that chops off the foreskin at a yeah? It is. Wrist? Yeah. Moist. Does that mean a, that you've been? Sometimes rabbis get foreskin. Sometimes rabbis they they moonlight and get jobs moiling. And they call it they call it burning the midnight moil. <laughs> no moil. To, to, He's co- oh, look, Cody completely doesn't know what you're talking I'm, about. I'm right out. He's completely <laughs> out of a moil is a guy that uh, define. <laughs> it's like uh. <laughs> okay, let's see what she says. He said define of. Okay. Okay, but that's not okay. Thanks, sir. Thanks. Define moil. Moil. That's gonna that's gonna confuse her. Here's what I found on the web. No. 
She said, Mo define moil. Okay, let's see what she says. Let me check that. No, not memorial. <laughs> oh, my God. No, moil. Let me check that. Okay, I found this. Spell it. Moil is a state-owned magnesite ore company. Okay, hold on. Hold like on. Oil? No, because no, I'm just proving. I'm, I'm, okay, Siri is... She's frustrating. Sometimes she's fantastic, but more yes. often she's not. Um, Moyle. Here we go. Is this relative to the drink we're making? It has nothing to do with it. Why? Because is... <laughs> isn't this segment all about drinks? No, I want to add it to the word, the list. Of... Now you hate the word because I made you figure out what the word is. Moyle. Uh, to work hard. Okay, forget it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> work hard digitally. I thought Moyle to moisten that our wet. That was what? worth it. No, no Give more phone me. time. No I more phone time. Jacobo, make it a drink. I think my drink is going to be Moyle. You're speaking now. It, there's a lot of drama here right now because of you coming back and me looking at Moyle, and you have a drink called <laughs> you have a drink called the Melon Drama. The Melon Drama. Yeah. Yes. So, so uh, what are the ingredients, Josh? They're over next to you. What are, what are they? As I look so up, Moyle. Three quarter ounce of fresh squeezed lime I want, juice. I want to have Josh do it so people can ah, hear, understand. Here are the ingredients. <laughs> What's this well, what's give this me called? a very, the very dirty look. No. Like, I felt like I was what back at school for, for a second. It's called the melon drama. The melon you know what's funny? Drama. I, Mo I thought moil mean, meant to moisten or wet, but moil means turmoil or confusion, which is what, looking that makes sense. Much of what moil turning into. For this drink, you will need rum, mm -hmm. fresh pressed cantaloupe melon juice, uh -huh. lemongrass syrup, fresh squeezed lime juice, orange bitters, and elderflower cordial. Now, is it moil? Red is it, I mean, well. is it difficult to make? It sounds like it. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my word of the week! Uh, okay, so the melon the melon drama is yes. uh, because why is it called drama? There's a lot of there's a lot of ingredients, and I don't think you guys even notice this. Okay. And people have to go. No, this is good, Mel. Oh, sorry. Wait, what is going? On? What's wrong with your attitude right now? I'm drunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get angry when you're drunk. Uh, when you guys see the garnish on this drink, uh, the picture that that Jacobo took himself and made, it's ridiculous. I gotta be honest, I have wow. enough trouble making these drinks on my own that I don't even mess with the garnish. <laughs> you took the side of a cantaloupe, cut it into a circle. Yes. Cut it out into flower petals, like a flower. Yes. And then you cut halfway and then you, to re I don't even know how to explain that. I, I think it says carved. You carved. I yeah. carved it out. Yeah. You, you cut it out and then you also carved into it yeah. like a pumpkin but only going in like, like a few yeah, millimeters. Yeah, exactly like a pumpkin. So the light comes through. And and have you ever served this drink with that garnish? I have to be honest. Not that specific garnish. Sometimes, you know, I just, I just try kind of like to design with Dude, that is fruits. ridiculous. It's moil. Okay. So what, <laughs> it was moil. it moil? It was moil. It was difficult. It's very moil. <laughs> All right. So what have you added to that, that glass so far? Okay. So I started with some uh, lemongrass simple syrup okay. that I made. Okay, that's our, it's you're it's right already over the heads of most people. Okay, let's start with just regular simple. Well, no, syrup. but like okay, how can we? What can people do? Yeah, to just touch me. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what can we do to something? Because someone's gonna say, I actually, did someone's gonna I say, know. look, lemongrass simple I, syrup. I, like, in my head, I would make simple syrup, throw some lemongrass in there while there it's while it's warming up, you and know? then strain it out, and I have lemongrass syrup. Okay. Well, is that pretty, and she's right? And she's right. <laughs> so, so the, you throw the lemongrass in after the boil, but while it's still warm, just Man. sort of like, and maybe press it a little bit. Drunk Mel is all went. business. <laughs> she, she is, is a mess. Wow. Wow. I can't throw this, guys. Wow. 
Um, and then, okay, all right, so correct. So that you have that, and then you also put the limes in. I'm just checking it off here because there's a lot of that going on. This is very moil, a lot difficult. <laughs> I'm glad that moil's paying off. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, called, that's, that's a callback that you make work. Okay, so um, you know what you, we have here is what's, what's the next ingredient going in? And the flower liqueur. Oh, oh that's just cheating. I love it. Yeah, they call this true. bartender's ketchup. This is Saint yes. Germain, which started. Well, because that, now there is more than one product that has the same, same flavor, mm-hmm. yes, or similar, as they would say, um, because they would say theirs is completely unique. But this started out, uh, I think it was about like seven, or it could have even been ten years ago. Um, these guys in, or a guy in Aspen, created this and spent so much money on the bottle. And the label. It is one of the most beautiful bottles. I agree. Mm-hmm. And the presentation of it. And and, and the, the product, too. The product, like the product tastes fantastic. Yeah. It's very, would you say it's very sweet? It's sweet. Oh, it's a liqueur, yeah. It's a high sugar content. I don't even know what an el- elderflower is. But but anyway, it's... Passion fruit? It's like Edelweiss. It's a callback to DMA. Sorry, go ahead. No, but it is kind of like passion fruit, in a way. I mean, no. the flavor really? of it. The flavor is a little similar. Don't worry. Don't yeah, it's, ve- it's very... It's to, very to, f- to Americans, it's very similar. Um, okay. And And now... <laughs> And they also just they also they just launched another one, which is the. It's basically like, um, is it cassis? What is it? What's the flavor? It's like a. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a. About. It's, I don't. I want to say it's like a grapey sort of. It has the same coloring. The it's but it's a circle bottle. What's the circle bottle? It's not Chambord. Chambord. Yeah. It's basically it's it's going against Chambord. Hmm. It looks similar. Josh, you look you looking it up. Um, okay, so you're adding in the the half an ounce of uh, Saint Germain. Saint Germain. Yeah, but you can also use an elder elderflower liqueur. Elder if you can, if you can find one yes. of the copiers. Um, okay, then I am gonna use some orange bitter. Now of dashes. Now you had brought original bitters here, but we happen to have gone to Urban um, Urban Moonshine, which is uh, they make organic uh, bitters in Burlington, Vermont, and we went there. And they make all. I want to tell. I want to ex- explain to people what bitters are. Um, what are you guys doing? Making drinks. Oh, no, this, what, we're trying oh, to figure out what, what flavor are those. <laughs> this is dandelion ginger. Give me a ginger. It's, it's in a spray bottle. So, so what they would do? Dandelion ginger. Oh, this here, is on everything. This explains a lot of beverages. Back in the day, let's call it a hundred, two hundred years ago. Am I cool to spray this? One? Yeah, spray. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'll do it too. That's a dandelion. Oh, mine's citrus. Yours is a dandelion? Mm-hmm. This is spicy. Is it dandelion? No, Ooh. I think they're all dandelion. <laughs> I think they all say that. Um, anyway, so they would say this herb, this herb, this herb, this herb. Uh, all these like herbs are good, good to take. And if you take those herbs and, and dry them or put them in water, I mean, it's going to be all like chunky and you can't really drink it. And if you put it and if you if you put it into a liquid solution, was that who's yeah. that? <laughs> Gurgled. I, I thought it was my stomach. I sprayed those bitters on the back of my throat. <laughs> and if you put it into water, it would go bad quickly. So what they would do is they would put it in alcohol because alcohol um, preserved ma- them. It preserved them, married the flavors, and you could keep them for years. And you can take these these herbs that are good for you and drink it. That's why it's like Grandma's Medicine or whatever, like Fernet and Jägermeister and all these are basically all these herbs that are good to take. Uh, preserved in alcohol, strained out, of course, taking the color and the flavor of all those bitters, and then they drink it. So, so bitters are a concentrated form. And Mel, yeah. what is it when? What is it called when you combine multiple bitters? Ooh, I know. Josh, tincture. That, where's your little bell? Oh, I was looking at the bell. It's a bell. You did Thank it right. You. Tincture. tincture. You like tincture. Tincture. So, so urban moonshine 
Um, these guys, these gals, actually, they're all girls. Mm-hmm. They made it for medicinal purposes, as it was originally supposed to have been created. That's the original purpose of it. But because the mixologists and all these bartenders now love it, most of their market are are, are bartenders. Interesting. So we have all that. these flavors up there. We went there, and they were they were they were fun. And so why don't you pick the the beater that you want to use for this cocktail? I would say one that I think is really cool is maple. Is this one maple? maple? Yeah, yeah, I think no, it works. Here, too. here goes maple. So you be, maple want me, beater. Want me to add it? Josh is going up to the shelf of bitters. That's not from them. What's that? This is Boker's bitters. Oh yeah, that's another. That's like another com- competitor to like Angostura. But I think yeah, it's just it's a regular. Classic. Yeah, well, there's one there that yeah. says like immune zoom. They're yeah, like, so they have like things. Tonics. They have these sprays that oh, you should citrus. you can spray in your mouth. The citrus ones. You can spray them in your face, and <laughs> it's like you're you're getting good herbs and stuff. And you also, if you drink a lot of it, you can nice, get a nice buzz to it. Um, all right, so I'm gonna put. That's gonna what's that one? I would shake it. It's been sitting up there. The immune zoom. Yeah, shake it up and drink it. No, it's not gonna make you. It's sick. not gonna make you sick. It'll it's make you healthy. It's great. <laughs> if something's good for you, it doesn't taste. It shouldn't taste good. Except for... Uh, Maybe there's an air hole or something in it. Uh, here, you want to use this maple one? Here, after I add it in. So I'm going to add how many? Well, a couple of dashes. One. No, no, that's, no, it, no that's, that's it. That's it. You're good. You're good. You're good. Oh, jeez. Add it, too. You know why? Did you see I his face when you did that? Jacopo, I'm taking the eyedropper out. I'm just going to drink it straight. Let me taste it. You know what? So good. I mean, it's really good. I'm in on this. It is really good. We went to... Um, what's it? Like Kohl's? Propolin. What? Whoa, oh, Coles yeah. in downtown well, LA. Coles yeah. in downtown LA. That's delicious. And we were talking about Angostura, and I was explaining this thing, and we were talking about the the whole history of Angostura, and that during the prohibition you could still get those because it was medicine, but they would keep it like on the down low, like down under the bar, and um, and they would serve it as shots. So we did it as a shot, and Angostura as a shot is it tastes like Fernet and yeah. Jaeger, and maybe I think better. It's actually Jager. really good. Yeah. See, I that's really why like I was okay it. for I'm excited now. You see? see? You did good. Yeah, you're just drunk. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, a lot of drama around the melodrama. The more you know. <laughs> I'm like, what is that noise? <laughs> Who's, delayed, sorry. Whose phone is that? Uh, okay, yeah, what yeah, is yeah, that? Yeah. This is what I, I took some cantaloupe, okay. Okay. and then I pureed the cantaloupe. Pour it. Pour it. It's that, that's like... It's pureed cantaloupe. Yes. Okay. Juiced. Hmm? Juiced? Is it juiced or pureed? Juiced. Pureed? Ju- it, no, you juiced well, it. You ran it through a juicer. Yes. Oh my god, it's like heaven. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> <sweating. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's it's so good. So I'm gonna add one ounce, correct? You ever have uh yeah, go for it. You ever have uh watermelon f- is it called fresca? Yes. It's like no, a, it's, like never... a, it's like a Mexican Mexican thing. And you can go a lot of times they'll have like um Moritos? What's that? The Horitos? Horitos is yes. that's the one they, they use with rice. Yes. Yeah. It's like a rice milk kind of a thing. Oh no. That's uh but sweetened. Horchata. Horchata, Horchata. exactly. Yeah. You're right. But they also have like they'll take watermelons and they'll juice the watermelon and and uh and then make this like just a drink out of it, but they'll add a little bit of water and then they add sugar. And they're they call and, it fresca? It's like yeah, agua fresca. Aqua fresca. Yeah, okay, and you can okay. you can get it in different flavors. Uh, yeah. But they add the sugar and I I'm always like don't add the sugar. Just if it's just the watermelon juice, it's fantastic. Yeah. Like this cantaloupe, I, I can imagine some people would want to add sugar to it, but this cantaloupe juice is yeah. Just there just you me, thank yes, you. That's all yours. Because he knows if I'm drinking, I can't be talking at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, we've done that's three so episodes true. before this. Woo! 
So I keep lubricated. Jacopo comes once a month and makes four drinks. Can I be just? I don't want to be rude. What? This drink is taking forever. <laughs> I agree. It's sitting right next. Finish this thing. Don't off. look at me. By the way, you just handed me cantaloupe juice. I'm going to add maple bitters to it. <laughs> Know, just so go we're going to add an ounce and a half of rum, okay. silver rum. I'm doing my own thing over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, if he doesn't talk, he'd get distracted. Listen, listen, we're going to make is, him this shake is, this. This is the bitters going in. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to bring you back to the show now. <laughs> it's not about sound effects. Mm. Mm. So good. Here we go, Try Zane. that. It's even Zane. better. Stop talking and shake. There you go. go. Come on. I need shake music. Why is he straining so much? Oh. about to pop a I started yeah. late. I, we were at... Um, veins on your face. Yeah, the veins are popping out of your forehead. <laughs> it's, just, it's just age. Um, we were down at uh, Duck Dive in, uh, in San Diego last weekend. Uh-huh. And uh, what's the bartender that hooked us up? So nice. Rob. Okay. Rob. He... He's back there making drinks for people, and every time he makes a drink, you know, you, like it's a long night. Every night, he shakes the crap out of those man. So serious. He just shook it so hard. Here we go. Oh, I was you. very impressed. So I, I figured I didn't need to. I, I'm shaking what? one drink. I can't follow. What's suit. his name? Rob. Rob. At, to, at Rob. Duck, duck, to Rob. To Rob. To Rob. Salute. Salute. Oh, God. What the? So wow. Holy good. crap. I didn't want to say anything earlier, uh, but I hate cantaloupes. Me too. But this is delicious. <laughs> this is really... I was afraid I wasn't going to like this drink, and he told me that I had to lie, but I'm not lying. <laughs> this is really good. This is so good. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, Casey, you're not getting this one either. Golly gee. Oh, why is this so good? Is the wow. maple bitter... I mean, sense. honestly, it's, it's, every, your touch. It's, it's everything. It's your touch. You can't taste like the St. Germain. A lot of times when people add... I forgot that was in there. Yeah, a lot of times when people add bartender's ketchup, St. Germain, they, uh, they, it overpowers it a little bit. You know? Yeah. With this, this is very well balanced. And, and is, it, is that a sprig of rosemary? Is that left over from the other drink <laughs> I had? <in> there? <laughs> well, it's like beautiful. Um, okay, we have time. You going to make the garnish? <laughs> yes. How long, how, long right take, how long would it take you to cut, to cut that? Uh, three minutes. Two, three minutes. Mm, yeah. No, you can do that in three minutes. Yes. Three minutes. Yes. Okay. Next time. I will. You're going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to vine and it. And you'll take pictures. I'll take I'm pictures. Doing, actually, you'll video it. I'll video it. Exactly. Okay. In real time. Yeah. You might want to practice. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Jacopo Fellini, as always. If people would like to make the drinks that you make, steal them for their own bars or their parties. Of course. Go to drinkingmadeeasy.com, click on recipes, and then Jacopo Fellini. <laughs> a really, really good drink. Mine's gone already. <laughs> got oh, poor Casey. <laughs> you know, it, it, the, the good thing is we have Jacopo in here for every show, but since we record them once a month, doesn't feel sad. like we're moiling <laughs> at all <laughs> when he's here. You know what? Uh... I, don't, I, think you're, I think you're getting into some melodrama right there. <laughs> um, so anyway, thank you very much to Headley for being on our show. I wish, I, I think, um, okay, we didn't have time to get to Steve McKenna. Oh, today. too bad. He's moving. Oh, He's man. moving to Seattle. We're going to have we have to figure out um, something to talk to him about. Um, I also <laughs> made a bet with Donnie DeCastro at Tavern at the Park in Chicago um, over the the Bulls, uh, Bulls Blackhawks. 
That's uh, NBA. They're doing an NBA versus a hockey team. Yeah, no. A crossover. On grass. On grass. On grass. <laughs> uh, no, sorry. No, because we, we bet in every, every L.A. Every, every LA and uh, Chicago so game. So Bulls-Lakers. Bulls-Lakers is coming up. Blackhawks-Kings. Yeah. Blackhawks-Kings is also coming up. So um, the loser of this one will, on the next podcast, have to write and, write and recite a poem for the other person to sing how wonderful oh. they are. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually, looking forward to that. I almost I almost want to win. I want I, I mean I almost want to lose because I'm so good at writing poems. I want Donnie and I think, to lose because I, I think he's gonna make a really good I one. think Donnie's much better at writing. Wow. Well, I don't say that, say, but well, it's very entertaining. I, you know what? I, I I have the Lakers, so there's a really good oh, chance that yeah. I'm gonna reset. We're gonna be hearing from you. <laughs> you will be. <laughs> uh, all right, thank you very much to uh Headley for being on the show. When their album comes out, get it. As of now, you can get it on iTunes. Uh, also, thank you very much to um, Jacopo Fellini coming by. Oh, my God. Thank God. If you want those drink recipes, go to drinkingmadeeasy.com. Click on cock- cocktails. Click on cocktails. Recipes. Cock- recipes. Jacopo Fellini. Jacopo Fellini. And choose a cocktail. And choose a cocktail. Uh, thanks for listening. Email me, zanelamprey at gmail.com. And tell your friends to listen to our show. Thank you. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! Man, how can you afford gas for that big SUV? I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free Get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free Get Upside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free Get Upside Gas app now. Download the free Get Upside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code AUTO for a 20-cent gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 45 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free Get Upside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code AUTO. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code AUTO. That's A-U-T-O. Visit GetUpside.com for terms.